This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Has it been a very wonderful year? So, today, I want to share something with us briefly. Isaiah 52 Isaiah chapter 52. Hallelujah. Thank God for 2018. And thank God for what is about to happen in 2019. Hallelujah. (laughs) Position yourself where the Spirit of God is moving. So that you can be moved by the Spirit of God. When we prayed this evening, we prayed yesterday, we prayed on Friday... This evening, we will minister to the Lord. And we expect to hear prophecies and words from the Spirit. Acts chapter 13. The Bible says, There was an answer of certain teachers and prophets. Barnabas, Simon the Niger, that one was the Nigerian. And all the other guys there. And the Bible says, As they minister unto the Lord, the Lord said unto them, Separate unto me Paul and Barnabas, for the work that I have called them to do. Actually, the Bible says, separate unto me Barnabas and Paul. After I think, verse 1, verses 1 and 2. Hallelujah. Let's do something there. Because that's what we'll do in the evening. Separate unto me Barnabas, Acts 13. So, separate unto me Barnabas and Paul. <laughs> Amen. I want to show you something from the verse. So, there were sat in the church that was in Antioch, certain prophets and teachers... As Barnabas, it was mentioned first, and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Syrian. <laughs> Verse 2, the Bible says, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul. If we had time tonight, or this morning, which, of course, it's supposed to be a brief message, because I want to do something after the message. If we had enough time, or if we, of course, we wouldn't have enough time next year to look at it by the grace of God, we would have seen what happened. That by chapter 15 of the book of Acts, it became Saul or Paul and Barnabas. It started with Barnabas and Saul. When Saul got converted, who later turned to be Paul, it was Barnabas that went to look for him. Amen. It was Barnabas that introduced Paul to the apostles. Acts chapter 13. It was Barnabas that did all that. So Peter, James, and John, who were the apostles and the pillars of the church, did not know Paul until Barnabas took him to them. They said, this guy just had an encounter with Jesus. His name is Paul. In fact, when he appeared in a certain place and the old church was afraid of him, because they had heard of how he used to arrest Christians. So Barnabas had said, I know, no, guys, he has changed. So Barnabas was ahead. But you see, the Bible says, many of the first shall be the last. And the last shall be the first. In the kingdom of God, you don't boast of yesterday's glory. So when they went the tabernacle, God gave a very stern warning that the bread must not stay overnight. 
And he said, the fire or the light on the candle must not go off. The oil must be there constantly and the, the light must be on constantly. Hallelujah. There is a reason for that. Religion is where God was yesterday. Christianity is where God is. Did you get that? Hallelujah. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds, that proceeds, you cannot fight today's devil with a yesterday's revelation. Even though the word of God is eternal, it must remain fresh to you every day. Did you get that? Never talk of the last time you had an encounter with God. You should have a encounter with him every day. Praise the Lord. Somehow, Paul overtook Barnabas. And he became Paul and Barnabas. Anyway, that's uh, not for today. But, so, let's read that scripture again. Isaiah 52 verse 7. How beautiful. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, my feet is beautiful. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, that seeth to Zion, thy God reigneth. This same scripture is in Romans 10, 15. How beautiful are the feet of them. Amen. Paul said as his reason, reason. In 2019, those who are so winners, your path will be beautiful. Amen. Amen. Join this company of those who say to Zion, thy God cometh. You see, I have tried my best with people around me to get them to unravel this mystery. Christianity is simple. The best way to keep your life going, to keep yourself in health, to keep yourself in anointing, is to get concerned about what God is concerned about and remove the concern from yourself. If your prayers are about you, you will pray that prayer forever. Haven't you noticed that those who go from mountain to mountain looking for deliverance are never delivered? Forever. There will never be a time that they will come and tell you that, okay, we have dealt with all ancestral spirit, now I am free. From one to another. I'm not saying anything is wrong with deliverance. Because people haven't been taught that when your eyes are on Jesus and you are concerned about other people, Jesus takes care of you. Say amen. amen. There is an anointing that only soul winners can have. If you are not one of such, you cannot. So, how beautiful are the feet? It means the parts. The path, their direction in life begins to get beautiful. Every step they take is beautiful. Those who bring the good tidings on the mountain. Hallelujah. Those who speak the word of God encouraging other people, like Joseph in the prison, they won't stay long in the prison if they are there at all. So in 2019, take attention away from yourself. I'm going to show you this story. This is why 
I, I read this some years ago and I found this is why the blessing does not last with many people. See, if you stand by faith or you pray and God blesses you, that is not the end. The blessing multiply if you can find out from God what you should do with it. If you do what you want to do with it, you, you might, it goes away, then it becomes more difficult. This is why people share testimony, but it is not flowing continually. And God's pattern is that His masses are new every day. Let, let, I, want, I want to read something from 2 Kings chapter 7. I want us to read. You know, when there was famine in Samaria, <laughs> Elisha brought the famine and he did not know that the famine were affecting himself. Be careful. <laughs> you know, he just said, there will not be rain. <laughs> okay, this was Elisha. That was Elisha. Elisha, you know, he spoke. They, 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 they brought soldiers from Syria. Uh, some soldiers came and they made them to become blind and they didn't know that it was one they were looking for and they asked the king to give them food and they went back to their country. And they came back. No, some guys, some enemies will not just repent. So they came back again. That's why there are many further and die prayers in Africa. <laughs> some people are angry with their enemies who will not repent. Anyway, let's read <laughs> Second, Second Kings chapter 7. So, anyway, there was famine and the famine was very severe. That a woman said to the king, she said, O king, <laughs> They saw the king walking on the wall and he was wearing a sackcloth. Sackcloth then was a cloth meant for mourning. He was wearing the robe before but when the famine beat him well, he tore the rope and the king was wearing sackcloth and walking on the wall. And the woman said, Oh king, help me. And the king said, From where will the help come from? You have forgotten all of us are hungry together. He said, So I'm the king, yes, but where? how can, how can I help you? And the woman said, I'm not asking for food. I need you to look at this issue. He said, see this woman. We plan to buy my son. Oh, may no nation ever experience that. Amen. He said, we ate my son yesterday. We plan that we will eat her son today. And she went to hide her son. That woman must be a Nigerian. The second woman. She was very smart. You know. <laughs> Why did you ask her to go first? So, but that was a terrible situation. That it got so bad that people were boiling their children to eat. And two women planned that you see, we eat your son today. Then tomorrow we eat mine. And I was saying, no problem. So when they finished eating this one, I went to hide that son that <laughs> amen. And when the king heard that, he was managing the farming before. He said, May God do so and more to me. They used to swear like that in those days. If the head of Elisha remains on his head. Two reasons for that. Number one, he said, this guy is a prophet. He can say something. Number two, the famine happened because the foreign soldiers surrounded their city. So nobody in those farms used to be outside. So nobody could go out to get food until they were dying inside. And if they should open the gate, they would kill all them with their children. So they were there. And the reason for the invasion was that Elisha allowed those soldiers to go scot-free. They could have been killed. They came about a year before and the king of Israel captured them and he said, my father, I told you to Elisha, should I kill Elisha? He said, don't kill them, let them go back. They went back, went to the group and came back. So this time around, the, the king said, you know what? Let's kill Elisha. Now the famine was there and Elisha did nothing about it. 
But when the sword was coming for his head, <laughs> thank God for emergency prophecy. <laughs> As the king's servant was coming to his house, <laughs> he was talking with the elders. All of a sudden, the prophetic anointing came upon him. He could hear what the king said. He said to the men, you know, the king said to the servant in the palace, go and behead Elisha. As the guy was coming, Elisha picked it in the spirit. He said to the elders, he said, there's coming a man. He said, look at this son of Modra. He has sent a man to come and take off my head. I'm sure the elders were hungry also. I said, oh boy, then do something now. Then, <laughs> when you have, please, it's important. The grace of our Lord Jesus will cover us all. Inside that grace, have a personal CV with God. One day, can I take in Junior when he was a small boy, he was in the military school, and he had an attack and he was dying. And Egan prayed and nothing happened. He just went somewhere and said to God, Tell me one thing that you ever asked me to do that I disobeyed you. And immediately the boy got well. There are those who can challenge God's integrity. When they do, he has no choice. But the question is, how many people have that kind of CV with God? When the king of Philistine took Abraham's wife, Abraham was the one that lied that she was his sister. And the king had right to her. And when they came to pick her and they were giving Abraham gift, he didn't see anything. He didn't say, I'm sorry, now my wife, I just lied. He was just too sure that the one who made the covenant with him that appeared to him and made him to circumcise himself would not fail him. Abimelech got to the house and he put the girl in one of Abimelech or whatever his name was and he put the girl there, Sarah, who was still looking very beautiful at the night, put her there. He didn't know she was a something woman or something like that. She, he put her in the room and was waiting for the next night. And in the night, God appeared to the guy. And God said that, if you touch her, you are a dead man. But you see, I love the Bible. This king was a pagan king. But he protested. He said, but he said she was his sister. And God said that, that is why I appeared to you. To tell you that, no be sister, no wife. And you know, the king said that, Lord, I have done this in the innocence of my heart. And God said that I also stopped you from sinning against me. If that's a crude word, forgive me. I just said, said it. For some reason, he married again in the evening and in the night he couldn't have sex with her. So he said, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. He thought he was tired. And when God appeared to him, God told him that I was the one. I made sure that nothing happened between you and her till you went to bed. So that in the night, I will appear to warn you. <laughs> Bible says in the morning he called all the chiefs. He said, "Hey, baby." <laughs> and when Abraham met Abraham, they were looking at Abraham like this. He said, ah, who is this guy that the Almighty God came to defend by Himself? I know the funny thing. When they restored the wife, the king said, "Come and pray for it," because they discovered all the women in the palace. God shot their womb immediately. Those who did not buy paid. It was the king that took a man's wife innocently. But the angels were already working on all the women in the palace. None of them was going to conceive again because of Abraham. 
And God told him, say, don't only restore the woman. Tell the man to pray for you, for he's a prophet. But you know what? God never said anything about the father. Abraham, you too. Ah, why did you lie now? That's a covenant keeping God. We have the grace and the ability to work with God in a better way than those men. So they are not, they are not our benchmark. They are not our targets. We can only refer to them. They are for, our, for us to refer. So it's a reference point. We have something greater, something better. The Bible says God haven't provided. Honestly speaking, 2019, you can work with God to any extent that you have determined. It's important. Eight minutes more. And I've not even talked about this story. Okay, maybe I'll move to the second service. Are you, have you heard me? Yes. Hallelujah. Let your quest be to develop such a robust, such a healthy relationship with the Spirit of God in 2019 that you begin to know His voice for yourself and your life will never be the same. This is the call. This is what we are being called to. Hallelujah. It's going to be a very interesting year. Will there be more deaths in the country? Probably. More issues here and there, all over the world. But those who walk in the lights will be guided because you dwell in the sacred place of the Most High under the shadow of the Almighty. Have you heard me? Hallelujah. Develop this healthy. One of the ways, I'm, I'm calling on people. See, in 2018, I was telling them we were praying yesterday. Certain people offered themselves so voluntarily and did so much. Certain people stepped back. There were those every night between Saturday and Sunday morning. We pray, like some prayed yesterday night in the middle of the night for today's service. Others slept all through. Sunday in, Sunday out. There are people who hold the kingdom with the two hands. There are those who do nothing, who watch. Whatever you see, some people prayed. Some came to mop the floor. Some are constantly giving, at the same time joining us to pray. When you see some first-timers in the church, some people invited them. Why not you? And when are you going to start? This is very important. You see, the beginning of the year is the best time. And I told them something. Maybe I should say this to them. I was saying it to those who came for the prayer. Everybody, stop whatever you are doing and look at me. This is a strong word. If you suddenly check right now where you are on your seat and you discover that in 2018, you never led a single soul to Christ. You never invited people to church. You cannot count because in the scheme of things, the most important to God is soul winning. More than what we give. And if you notice that that is not all the meetings we've had in the church, other people invited, you never did. In the kingdom of God, we are never condemned. But remember, opportunity is still given. So I told them at the prayer meeting, you can hide under the parable that Jesus gave when he sent laborers out by seven in the morning, by nine, by twelve, Call laborers to his very yard to work. Eventually, some laborers came in five o'clock and the work ended six. When the owner of the vineyard came, he paid 
those who work for 11 hours and those who work for one hour, the same amount of money. Have you read, have you read that in the Bible before? He paid them the same amount. Is that Matthew 25 or 20, either 20, 25 or something like that? He paid them the same amount. What? And the people protested, Lord, you are, they, they protested, they were like, Lord, you are not fair. No. God was trying to lay down a principle that even if there is just one opportunity at the last minute and you use it, you can be rewarded like those who have been working all day long. 2018 ends tomorrow. Why don't you make up your mind that before 11, uh, we have service 10, before 10 o'clock tomorrow in the night, you will not let 2018 pass without giving everyone at least one or two souls. If you don't normally invite people to church, make up your mind that for the watch night service tomorrow, you will. You just want that last minute opportunity that Lord, let it be that before you close the year, I have done a kingdom business that I ought to do. Why not you take advantage of the fact that you are hearing this and there's still a day to go and just do something. It's true. Just say, dear Lord, I'm sorry all year long. You kept me, but I never, but this last one day, I will. That is how kingdom people, you know, one day I told the workers a story, when they were constructing the first building, that redeem when Parky died on me, the real the, the founder of redeem the Baba before I read about to that the boy when Parky Dami was alive and they were constructing just a small maybe like a 500 seater hall because the deal was very small then and there was a man that he did something wrong and Parky Dami said the only way to punish you is that the house of God we are building you will not join us to build the man was coming to the sites every day to come and cry. Baba, please. As the building was rising, his tears was in, he was crying. Oh, today's Christian. <laughs> if I they were cross leg, <laughs> say in the first place, I didn't even want to do the work. So if you punish today's Christian by saying that, you see, don't come to church. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> He's watching African magic at home. Now, Master, you didn't know even in the, in the first place I was dragging myself to the church. Now that he said I'm being punished, I should stay away for two weeks. Oh, my kingdom has come from English magic to Africa. When people are arranging chairs and some people are watching them, this man was crying. Please, finally, I think about a week or so, I can't remember that, toward the end of the building, they pardoned him and they said, they said he worked in one week more than all of them in three months. That is a man with affection for the things of God. And you say, we can walk in. God is looking for people. If you want to serve, serve him with everything in you. I got born again about 25 years under scripture, you know, in secondary school. As a very small boy. Until I, from that time, I have never looked back. A year after I got born again, I became the president of scripture in our fellowship. All of you there were you, I know I was a pastor and you are all my life. If I did not want to serve God, I would have, I would serve the devil very well. I told myself any life, I would have committed all kinds of sin. That on the judgment day, I would say to God, don't, don't read the judgment. I already know my destination. Just check to hell myself. You know, when you do enough evil, that yourself you know. Just say, Lord, judge the next person. Don't worry about me. I already know. I know where I belong. 
<laughs> that my crew, they are there. Let's just enjoy them. Hallelujah. Honestly, I would have lived like that. I would have satisfied myself on that. And then go to hell and know that, okay, this is where I belong. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord Jesus, we bless your name. So in 20, we are peeping into the yes, I'm just telling us. Do that. I want to make one announcement. I spoke with the leaders in the morning. We did our part in the morning. I want to say to everybody, January 17, 18, 19, 28, like you saw in the adverts, we are going to host Pastor Yemi David will be here. Pastor Bojo Emade will be here. Pastor Blessing Awashika will be here. Apostle Joshua Sema will be here. Nathan Ebasi will be here. Victoria Orenze. Do you know the woman? It will be an awesome time. Normally, we do another conference February. But we are trying to do everything before they start the election because they might say they are doing a rerun somewhere and it will affect your dates. And then they might say they are shifting, like they shifted the last one. We don't know. Please, clear your ears from all the uh, funny prophecies going around. You pray and ask God. I really spoke to them at the prayer meeting, which I, just, I don't want to go through. And I think I did the same thing on Wednesday. Oh, Lord Jesus. I will say this one more thing. Listen to me, everybody. If you don't see visions and you don't fall into trance, you are not less spiritual than somebody who does. Spirituality is in your daily devotion with God. Are you hearing me? Yes, Christians tend to respect somebody who comes up to say, I see an angel appear to me. What does that change? I've seen too many visions in my life. Listen to me, it changes nothing. Nothing compares to working with God every day. That's all. You don't need God to show you as in 2019, this one will happen, that one will happen. You just need the Spirit of God to guide you every day in 2019. Are you hearing me? Believers worship those who say they see things. That's why I don't, I don't announce many of the things I see. It's not that some people are not given to announce yet. So it's under the ministry of some people. But there are many Christians that their own Bible study every day. It doesn't mean much to you because you want to see an angel. Why do you want to see an angel? And if an angel appears to you, how would that change your life? You think if an angel tells you you are blessed, it is more powerful than the Bible saying you are blessed. You are making a big mistake. Angels don't understand the Bible like you do. I will stop there. I don't want to go for late on that today. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? If God wants them to appear, they will appear. But their appearance does not empower you. The only ghost in you is the one that empowers you. Oh, many people despise what they have. The prayer you pray every day, be it 30 minutes, is more powerful than anything. At least over your own life. Stay with it. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.